0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, postseason races. Teams are clinching. We're going to jump right into it. What are all the updates on the postseason front? So, the Yankees have clinched the AL East title. They're up in Toronto playing the Blue Jays, and they had a 5 2 win over Toronto on Tuesday night, and that's good enough to clinch the American League East. So, the Yankees have won their division, and You know, this is a week that has seen the National Spotlight focus on one individual Yankees player. That's Aaron Judge and his ongoing pursuit of the single-season American League home run record. But, you know, that spotlight shifted on Tuesday night to a team performance where the Yankees were popping bottles and celebrating their season-long accomplishment. This is their first AL East title since 2019. And although Judge has been homerless for now seven consecutive games. He did tie his career high with four walks in this game. The Yankees still gave a really strong reminder of why they're in this position. Gleyber Torres drove in three runs, and James Santayon pitched effectively into the eighth inning. And this is exactly the kind of cohesive formula the Yankees are going to need to enjoy postseason success. You can't rely on one player. I mean, that's always been the case in baseball. You, You can't rely on one player. But this was the 95th win of the season for the Yankees, so this secured a first round bye and home field advantage in the American League Division Series. And the Yankees' upcom- upcoming opponent is still to be determined. We still don't know who they're gonna play. Um, I mean, it's either gonna be I mean if the if the playoffs started today. <laughs> if the playoffs started today, which they don't, it would be the winner of the Guardians and the Mariners. But no, still to be determined. The Cardinals clinched the NL central title. So another team with a similar story, you know, much of the past week was focused on one player and his historic accomplishment in Albert Pujols and 700. They got that last weekend and now the team accomplishment gets the spotlight where the Cardinals have clinched the NL central. They did it up in Milwaukee in a 6-2 victory over the Brewers. And, you know, they had their their champagne shower and everything with Pujols giving a speech saying that, you know, it's been a good ride. But now they want to shift their focus to the postseason and try to win a championship. So this is a Cardinals team that has a lot of good storylines. Obviously, you know, we know that Yachty and Albert are retiring at the end of the season. We know that, you know, Wainwright has has been defeating Father Time. We're not sure if he's retiring, but he... He and Yachty broke the record for the most starts by a pitcher-catcher combination. These are the elder statesmen on the team. And they're playing well. They're performing well this season. They're not just there because, you know, yeah, just because it's a good story. They actually are contributing to this team. And then obviously, you know, the big bats in their lineup are Goldschmidt and Arenado. Those guys have been phenomenal. So you have both Cardinals legends and newcomers all looking really good. Let's move out. East National League East. What's going on there? So we know the Mets have been in the driver's seat in that division all year long, but it seems like the Braves just might might catch them and 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 get this thing done and flip the script right as the season comes to an end. The analysis is in a tie now, with you know seven games left. The Mets dropped sole possession of first place. One hundred seventy-three days have passed since the start of the regular season. And entering Tuesday, the Mets had spent 170 of them in sole possession of first place. And just now, you know, it's coming to a tie. They are losing a grip. Oh, obviously, they've lost the massive lead they had. So the Mets lost 6-4 to the Marlins at Citi Field, and the Braves beat the Nationals 8-2 in D.C. So, you know, these teams are, are scoreboard watching now. You know, the Braves were watching on TV from the visiting clubhouse at Nats Park as the Marlins finished things off in Queens, bringing the NL East to a dead heat. This is that time of year. You're going to be watching the scoreboard. You want to know what the other teams are doing. The Braves got this win in large part thanks to two homers from Ronald Acuna Jr., who's looking more like himself lately. Another big night from Michael Harris II. Um, Two-run triple from Michael Harris II. This guy was also, um, I, I believe he was play rookie of the week or something like that. I know he was you know, rookie of the month in August, but he seems to have flipped the script and he is, I think now the odds are in his favor for winning nationally rookie of the year, if I'm not mistaken, because it was Spencer Strider, but I think, I think that the flip has script, uh, the script has flipped and it's now Michael Harris the second because he's been so consistent. And I believe uh, Strider, Spencer Strider has been injured recently. He's on the 15 day injured list, but Acuna hit two homers in DC, you know, looking like his regular self. You know, his numbers are down this year, but that's because he's he's in his first season back from the ACL reconstruction, the surgery he had and they rushed him back a little bit when he came back in April. No doubt there. And he did say that he was feeling some pain in his knee past few weeks ago that felt really terrible. So that's why they've been giving him days off to rest it. So hopefully they can keep him fresh and give him days off to rest now as the season comes to a close, but obviously they want to win the division, so they have to you know, they have to play him enough to win games. Like we saw it just happen on Tuesday night. But they want to keep him fresh for the postseason. But I think you get into the postseason first. So maybe you play him, you know, you know four four games a week instead of six. And then you go from there. Hopefully he doesn't break down. But Acuna looks looks a lot better. He's looking like he's got some pep in his step. Obviously the bat looks strong and the power is there. Uh, you can't say enough about Michael Harris the second and what he's been doing. But the NL East is in a tie and uh it's it's going to come down to the wire so that's that's where things stand right now i mean these these playoff races are interesting um you know if you win your division you can breathe a huge sigh of relief cuz nobody really wants to get into a wild card series so you have you know all the american league divisions are settled um you know yankees guardians astros and actually all the divisions Except the NL East are, are settled. So that, that is actually true. So NL East is the last one that we're waiting for. So we'll see that comes to the wire. Both the Mets and Braves have exactly the same record going into games on Wednesday. So will Aaron Judge tie Roger Maris' record? When will, will, when will he do it? Of course, we're, we're getting live look-ins at all his at-bats. We'll see. We'll see. It's, it's going to happen. It'll happen soon enough. But that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.